Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, this, um, um, how do I put it lightly, not the best stuff from the Rockies in this four-game set against the Dodgers where, um, you know, I'm realizing Rockies did not win a single game at Dodger Stadium this whole season. Ouch. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not, Not the best ideal. Stuff. Not the best stuff. But, you know, we always do find a silver lining. So, of course, we'll get into those. We will. We have a lot to talk about today, Patrick. We've got a lot to catch up on as we get down to the final seven weeks of the season. It's oh, it's crazy. That's it's a, crazy. That's a startling number. It is. But, of course, yeah, well, uh, let me talk to you because we got to talk about the L.A. Nightmare. Yeah. Not yeah. Uh, yeah, not no, great. This was this was a little bit of a nightmare of a series for sure. Uh, I think the cherry on top was Jerks and Profar <laughs> getting hurt today. Oh, yeah. Okay, Banged here's up. let not me good. let me rant for a second. Let me Do rant it. for a second. Why is Dodger Stadium? Why is the field at Dodger Stadium so full of hazards? First, of course, we saw Aaron Judge fall through a bullpen fence, <laughs> and he was out for. He was out for so long. Jerkson Profar now um, twisted his left knee. We don't know how bad this is yet, but good Lord. Occupational hazards left and right. Someone call OSHA. Dodger Stadium <laughs> is a damn mess. Yeah, Mookie Betts got plunged. Freddie Freeman. We saw oh, Brandon yeah, yeah, Rogers take even, one in the hand. Not even, yeah, exactly. Not to mention all the dudes who got plunked. Yeah, a lot, a lot of plunking going on. Because Mercury retrograde. We're, uh, we're going to make some bold predictions yeah. today. Talk about what's weird, wild, and wonderful. And it's unfortunate to, to bring this up, but, you know, 2018, the Rockies were this close to taking down the Dodgers, tied after 162 games. They go to game 163. They lose that one. But Rockies seemed like they may have had the uh, Dodgers number going forward. They did not. Since then, they're 22 and 54. That's a 289 winning percentage. Yeah, it's a that's a 47 and 115 season played out over 60 162 games. They, they A's even, status right there. It is. Actually, that's probably better than the A's are going to do this season, but still. Yeah. There is that. Was that a positive statement? Maybe. Yes. Inadvertently. I mean, it's a positive <laughs> statement if you keep the bar so damn low. Then yeah, that's what a win. And look, our bar here on the corner of Colfax, New York, is on the first floor. <laughs> but this is not an ad read. This is not an ad read. Uh, Rockies also nine nine and thirty at Dodger Stadium since uh, the end of 2018. It's one, one and eight this season against the Dodgers. This road trip. 
wraps up. They go three and seven, which, yeah, is the road trip necessarily a nightmare? I mean, that's kind of par for the course. I, I would have guessed something like three out of seven. They win. You know, they take the series in St. Louis first time since 2009. You win one uh, in a unique fashion uh, in Milwaukee. Maybe you could have won two, though. Maybe uh, you're not doing much at Dodger Stadium. They got one run Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They, they break out with a little bit more than that today, at least. A little bit more, yeah. But, um, you know, par for the course of this season, a three and seven road trip, pretty much. Yeah, unfortunately, that is exactly what you said, par for the course. I mean, yeah, we won the series against St. Louis, but, like, St. Louis is a damn mess. That's true. This is such a mess. That's true. We'll, we'll get into the strength of schedule yeah. for the Rockies in, in the second half and whether or not that's going to be a big factor for them losing 100 games this year, maybe. Um, they're definitely <sighs> officially on pace once again for 100 losses. I think I think they may have, with the loss today, maybe they're like 61 and 101, or maybe it's still at no, 62 and 100. It's a little over 62. Okay. So, yeah, yeah so maybe 61 and 101. Oh, no, it's a little under. Yeah. I got no, you. No, it's. They're on pace for 100 losses. Oh, no, they right are. Now. They are. Exactly. Yeah, they uh, five-game losing streak, losers of six out of seven. Uh, but they were able to get some runs. Say Alan Trejo back in L.A. It was nice to see him Alan hit one Trejo, to center. a hero. Big one. That tied up the game, too, at a point there. It was 3-3. Three, three, and you go, oh, man, it, it would be greedy to think the Rockies could possibly get more than that. But maybe? No, they, they couldn't exactly do that. James in the chat. Can we trade the Dodgers for the Angels? Look, when expansion comes or when Milwaukee also moves to Las Vegas, I mean, that's something maybe we'll have to unpack later on this week. And Baltimore moves to Las Vegas. Now Baltimore wants Basically, to stay in Baltimore. They just want a new ballpark. I can't but, wait. But when we get some new uh, expansion or some some relocation of teams, the Rockies will probably be some more, somewhere more centrally located. Yeah. Texas, Houston. We need, we need some West Coast teams to stay on the West Coast. We need Portland, Vancouver to step up and get one of those mm -hmm. expansion bids. Otherwise, True, yeah. Colorado may get lumped in with the West again, and mm -hmm. you're going to be dealing with, you know, the Dodgers at least. Yeah. yeah. Man, I am looking forward to uh, Las Vegas having, like, five baseball teams. Yeah. I've, I've heard rumors of six at this point it's hilarious. Now. They could have their It'll own work. division. Each team does need their own stadium, though, of course. Like, mm -hmm. that's that's a given. Like, let's not be stupid that's here. That's a given. Let's, let's, let's let people know. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, six we're not Six teams idiots. in Vegas. <laughs> each one will have a different stadium. <laughs> um, and then maybe they need a seventh one, too, in case, like, they're mowing the lawn on one of them. You need a flex field. <laughs> Is Vegas getting a flex field? That's why you got to listen into our podcast. It's crazy. Julio Urias was crazy today. 12 strikeouts. He retired the last 10 batters he faced. Eight of those were strikeouts. So you look at his line and go seven innings pitch, gave up three earned runs. But he just got better and better as the day went on. Um, yeah. <sighs> that was that was, that was was kind of tough going. LA, of course, got a lot more in the 8-3 victory. Uh, everyone got a hit today for the Dodgers, except Frederick Charles Freeman. Yeah, well, Rocky's happen. pitchers held him to <laughs> 0 for 4. That is the one silver lining from today's game, is that's that it. if you can keep a guy like Freddie Freeman quiet, that's a good thing. As you pointed out, too, with Profar getting banged up, we don't know the severity of the twisted knee there. Uh, and Rogers, hopefully his hand's okay. We saw Charlie Blackman get hit mm -hmm. by, you know, on the pitch uh, on the hand in Kansas City. Very true. And then kept playing through it because it wasn't an issue really at that point, just painful. It obviously got worse than that. 
On the bright side, though, we could be getting Charlie Blackman Black, uh, back. He's in action right now in Albuquerque. Uh, well, with Albuquerque. That's right. Not in Albuquerque. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. In Albuquerque's clubhouse. Sorry, I, I meant to finish that He's statement. He's with the Albuquerque isotopes, but the isotopes are not in Albuquerque. Yeah, he was going to play there last week, but then he found out they were legitimately in Albuquerque, and he said, I can't have that happen. They're going to be in Round, Round Rock? I will go to that rehab assignment. Yeah, that's the thing about Charlie Blackman <laughs> that we have found out. He has played in an Isotopes uniform. He has played at Isotopes Park, but not at the same time. That's right. He did go two for five on Saturday with a double. RBI looked good. And then Cole Tucker, he came in to replace Jerickson Profar, did have a multi-hit game, did have two hits on the day. So that was really nice to see him kind of get his feet underneath him because, well, Profar goes on the IL. You maybe get Charlie to come back. If mm -hmm. Profar's fine, you probably could see Tucker, similar to what Coco Montez had, where, hey, we're going to have you come up for a little bit, then we're going to send you back down uh, once we get healthy. So that that could be the last we see of Cole Tucker for a little while. If Profar's healthy, we'll wait and see. You never know. Somebody we, else could be hurt. You know what, exactly. But I got to say, just looking at his facial expressions and looking at how long he was down and how he had to be helped off the field. I'm not super optimistic about Jerks and Profar's left knee right now. Again, we don't know. He's probably got to get some scans, all that. But it, I'm just saying, like, I don't have a good gut feeling about it. Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, in this season, for better or worse, you go, mm -hmm. well, all right, they're, they're out of it. So they don't need him to play. He doesn't necessarily need to play hurt. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So if there is some kind of gray area of, hmm, what should we do? It actually would behoove really everybody mm -hmm. uh, for him to go on the IL. Take 10 days off, Jerkson, yeah. so you can rest up so that you don't have this nagging into you know, the final seven weeks of the season. Great point. When you're going into free agency, now there's questions. Or your numbers are going to end up dipping because of it. So you know what? Do that. So I, I would probably lean a certain way as far as that's concerned yeah. bullpen um you know tyler kinley couldn't finish his inning unfortunately three hits a walk gave up three runs that took all of that those two outs took him 28 pitches yeah that was, that was, that was the long. longest inning it felt like a lifetime that was now that was definitely a long time justin brule another rough outing we'll talk about him in just a second mm -hmm. justin brule that's a name Get to know it. It's a name. Daniel Bart built on something. He's doing something. Nice job. Inning in a third. Mm -hmm. Two strikeouts. I think that's uh, that's a positive thing to take away right now as, uh, as the Rockies get ready to come back for six-game homestand. Three against the Diamondbacks, who are now back to 500, and the Chicago White Sox. Ooh. Tuesday, we'll have to talk about... Yeah. Your interactions with Tim Anderson, the big exclusive interview that you have. No, are you? That is a good. Is that a? Is that a callback to that time that I asked our CHGO White Sox people to come on the show to talk about something? They're like, "Oh my gosh, wait, you have that person?" Yeah. It's like, no, I just wanted to talk to you about them. Look, and when you're asking questions to him, remember, don't pull any punches. Just to use a phrase. I only just. To use a phrase. Do you want to go to Illegal Pete's? That's a phrase that I say to all my buddies when it's time to get burritos, when it's time to get beers. It's Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot all summer long. They got handmade, mission-style burritos, bowls, tacos, crafted with responsibly sourced, high-quality ingredients. Full bar, wide selection of local craft beer at every location to keep the burritos in the good time rolling. Stop by for happy hour, 3 to 8, every day. Every at day. At all 12 locations. 
Incredible. I love the patio with the one that's on Colfax near us. I, I was there the other day. I got reverse nachos. I got reverse nachos for lunch the other day. It's like my favorite food. Love the reverse nachos. It's it. They're they're fantastic. And if you want to cut back the carbs, just just grab a fork, grab a spoon, and just don't even bother using the chips. I think you can just order chips. a bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can just order I, a bowl at that point. I know, but it's not as cool as getting reverse nachos. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, no, the, I'm such a carby girl. So get out of here. I'm always gonna eat my carbs. Well, they got great chips too. That's the other thing. No, you no. go in thinking, no, I don't want to get the I chips. After the show now. Thanks and Illegal Pete's has great chips. So you got to make sure you check that out. Your go-to mm -hmm. spot for burritos, beer, and buddies for 28 years and running, Illegal Pete's. And they do a lot of running down at Infinity Park in Glendale because we're talking American Raptors. 2023 Rugby Town Sevens Tournament is going to take place at Infinity Park. Coming up very soon here, Friday, August 25th through Sunday, August 27th. 20 teams from all over the, all over the world Going to compete for the $10,000 grand prize. U.S. Army, U.S. Marines, Navy, Air Force, U.S. Coast Guard. Going to compete against each other for the U.S. Armed Forces Championship. The match is going to take place Saturday afternoon. Hang out. It's going to be amazing because the tournament consists of 62 over the course of three days. $10 a ticket. $20 for a weekend pass so you can go all three days. That's Kids 12 and under are free. Check out AmericanRaptors.com. And I think we're going to be sending some people out that might have to check out the vibe there, huh? I was going to say, I think we're going to have like a DNVR uh, contingent out there for sure. Yeah. Uh, rugby Sevens are so fun. Rugby Town Takeover, dare we say? Oh. Yeah. I'm we're down all, with that. We're all rugby people the weekend of the 25th. I mean, it's just... I love learning new sports. So that's the other thing. Like, mm -hmm. think about how much fun the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympics are. Like, you have this right in your own backyard. Yeah. You're in Denver. It's it's fantastic. So fun. AmericanRaptors.com. Let's talk about the starting pitching this uh, weekend. Let's. Because it was pretty good. I mean, Kyle Freeland today, five innings pitched, did give up four runs, six hits, one walk, only striking out one mm -hmm. uh, against the Dodgers. But, um, you know, all in all, 89 pitches for him. It's his fourth start since coming off the I.L., you know, he does fare a little bit better at Dodger Stadium. So a below average start for him at Dodger Stadium uh, as he continues to try to, you know, make something of the uh, the final two months of this season for him. Yeah. And, you know, it just you can tell that he's just he's not pitching like himself lately. You can yeah. see it on his face when he leaves the mound after every inning. It's tough to see. It's tough to see. Peter Lambert uh, it was tough to see him. He had to deal with Las Diaz mm. behind the plate. Oof, yeah, the ump situation, uh, not not ideal. No bueno. It was not. Uh, he was able to get a second quality start of the year, second in two, second in four starts. Mm -hmm. um, six innings pitch, three end runs. Season high, 85 pitches. I love that he was able to go out for that sixth inning because it was all hanging on that. He had five innings pitch, three runs allowed. Is he going to get the quality start? Let's lengthen him out. I think he was only at... Uh, 69 pitches at that point. He nice. battles, does a really nice job. So I like that for, for Lambert doing it, especially since, you know, I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. What's the starting rotation going to look like next year? And oh, I mean, Lord. okay, Freeland, Gomber, you can rely on those guys. Mm -hmm. Forget about where you want to slot them as far as saying, hey, is this guy a true number one or a true number three, whatever. You need Peter Lambert to be really good here or to really contribute. So this was, I think, an important start against the Dodgers mm -hmm. at Dodger Stadium for him, him to have that feather in his cap. And Peter, and, and Austin Gomber, really good again uh, on Friday night. Gomber be gomb gombering. 
Gombing Gomb or Gombering? Gomb, Gomber, Gombest. He was the Gombest of Gombers <laughs> uh, on Friday. No, that was that was good. It's good to We got five innings out of him. Yep. Only walked one guy. Only allowed two runs, two strikeouts. Not bad. It was. Not too shabby. We, uh, we don't get too critical of the pitching decisions going to the bullpen of, of Bud Black and his coaching staff. I think for me, it's probably because I haven't had too many issues with the decisions that have been made in this season in which it's like, Hey, mm -hmm. who who's available? That's, that's the other piece because on paper, you just look and you go, Justin Lawrence needs to be in this game in this situation. Did he pitch the previous two days? Like, did he pitch three of the last four days? He's not available. And, you know, to go out and maybe try to win that game in that moment could cause more, damage than good so he's just not available so mm -hmm. knowing what we know and 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 talking with with buddy pre and post game and and talking with some of the guys about how they feel and the, the general soreness and the injuries and just how fatigued the bullpen has been because the starting rotation has been injured so much i honestly you know there, there have been a couple times where i go mm, i don't know if if that might have been the move i would have made i know there's plenty of times in which you hear so and so is warming up in the bullpen and everyone kind of goes oof but there's not really better options available. So again, I we haven't I, I don't think we've been very critical of the decisions made going to the bullpen mm -hmm. this year. Cause I, I you know, I've agreed with them for the most part. They haven't been egregious anytime I've disagreed personally. Yeah, no, that's and that's a totally fair assessment too. We just also gotta gotta think about how good this bullpen was at the start of the season and That's true. You know, uh, I you know, I always kind of give all of these guys um benefit of the doubt maybe a little yep. bit of slack because i know that they have been out there more than most other bullpens yeah i bring that up because gomber only went five innings he had 78 pitches thrown so you you think he probably would have been good to go out there for the sixth not the case buddy lifted him for uh left-hander justin brule making his rockies debut and you go well i mean were there a bunch of right-handed hitters coming up no two of the of the first three guys were mm -hmm. left left-handed hitting and you went to another lefty, so it wasn't like you were gaining an advantage by going to the bullpen there. Um, just James Outman was coming up that inning. Uh, he did have, you know, a, a single in his, in his previous head bat versus Gomber. But mm -hmm. even still, I would have thought, eh, I was a little surprised. I'll, I'll just sort of leave it at that. Did you have any thoughts no, on I, Friday night? Like, eh, you know what? Let, let him go out there. Let him see what he can do in the sixth. Well, uh, yeah, I definitely was surprised, especially because we've seen a lot more innings uh, out of Austin Gomber lately. Right. So to just like bring in another lefty, I'm like, okay, it's not my job, but. <laughs> and the other piece is, had Justin Brule been fine in that sixth inning, would we be talking about that? Probably not. Absolutely not. We, it would be a totally different story. It would be like, ah, oh, what a genius managerial decision. He got one out, gave up four runs in the process. Mm -hmm. So of course, that's, uh, that's why we're talking about that. For yeah. the Dodgers starting pitching, Lance Lynn in three starts since being acquired by LA. 3-0, 2 ERA, even, 22 strikeouts, 4 walks. Come uh, on. Lance Lynn. Come the Dodger. on. So weird. Very weird. Um, on Saturday night, uh, it was slightly happier than the loss on Friday. They, they did lose 4-1. to one, But leadoff home run. Leadoff Tovar with the leadoff homer. That's fun. And you know what? Uh, that's another silver lining there. I'm like, listen, yeah. we've got this guy for a long time. This is our future. Right now, I mean, this season's pretty much lost. I love looking at all the pieces that we're going to have for the future that are going to make this Rockies team so good in 2025 and 2026. Yeah. Verse one, I can see 
that Tovar is the future. Verse two, I can see these rookies are the future. And then verse three, I can see these prospects are the future. That's what you got to get hope for if you're a Rockies fan. And you, you can work out the rest of the lyrics for Whitney Houston's song, you know. <laughs> I believe the prospects Tovar are is the future. future. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Got it. Fourth, I'm here. I'm following. I'm following. Fourth Rockies player to homer, leadoff homer on the first pitch. I would have thought there was a couple more than that. No, only the fourth time ever. That's, first pitch, gone. That is be, that is how special it is. That is how special this young man is. Impressive. Yeah, Connor Joe did it last season. Props to Kojo there. Dexter Fowler in 2009. Okay. And uh, Eric Young Sr., he actually did it at Dodger Stadium. So uh, there's two that have happened Hell there. Hell yes. Hell yes. You like to see that. You definitely like to see that in general. That's his 12th home run of the year. Seven have been on the road. Only five at home. And you go back to... Uh, that's weird. Yeah, you go back to his home run last year. Dodger Stadium. So you got... That's that's the only ballpark other than Coors Field that he has multiple home runs against. So Ezekiel Tovar pretty quickly becoming a Dodger Stadium type player. You like uh, that. You know what? Actually, that makes me really nervous because that makes oh, me no. afraid that some kind of trade's going to happen. No. Uh, Go back to the song, The, the Future. I believe yes. Tovar is our future. He'll I get know. an extension and he won't get traded away. There we go. The are song get, writes itself. Are we going to get sued by Whitney Houston's estate? Oh. I don't know what the laws are. Yeah. Can we use this? Do we have to cancel this show? To edit that out. We're that might just... be parody enough. You know what? <laughs> if Weird Al can do it. Yes. Why can't we? Weird Rockies. Why not us? That's what we are. For We're... our drop-in Rockies fans, any update on Zach V? Oh, we've got some. All right. We've got... Uh, be wanna beast. Zach Veen, where is he at? Sorry, not Kurt with the Rockies. Zach Veen had surgery. He was down at double A after an incredible spring training performance. Yeah. And he had been kind of playing through this nagging little injury and ended up having to get surgery because he, he pushed through because he really wanted to make it to the majors this year. We also wanted him to make it to the majors this year. Did we pressure him? Did we put that pressure on him? Who's to say? I hope we didn't. But yeah, he is he's healing up after a surgery. Yeah, future's still bright, though. Future's still very bright. Yeah, he might play some winter league ball. We'll see what happens. Uh, but a couple other guys have stepped up in his place. Yankee o Fernandez, Jordan mm -hmm. Beck. We'll actually talk a lot more about that on Monday's show, as we always do, with Minor League Monday, talking about the prospects and all these guys. New top 100 preseason list for Baseball America. Hmm. Some new names for the Rockies. Future is bright. The future is bright. James also is asking here in the comments, which other minor leaguers are you hoping to see in the late season call-up? I'll give you one, Hunter Goodman. He has already had two homers down in Albuquerque. He's been there for like a week, if even. Uh, but one of those homers, oh, it was a grand freaking slam. Let's bring him up. Why the hell not? In uh, spring training, talking with the boys over at Blake Street Banner, we did discuss... Hunter Goodman, I thought, you know, there's a, I think there's a chance he could make his debut and mm -hmm. said it earlier in the season as well. Yeah, I think Hunter Goodman's definitely uh, that guy to Do get an opportunity. Do we have a Hunter goodman ometer? A good bar, right, you mean? Right. A Goodman good bar? A good, a good bar? That's it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, we'll do it that way. Uh, Tiff, start making that graphic. <laughs> <laughs> you got you're very busy today with editing out our oh it's a parody that's right thank it's you it's a parody the, we're fine in the chat we're, we're getting a confirmation future's there future's so bright you gotta wear shady rays that's true that's true uh ryan mcmahon looking a little bit brighter he did have an mm -hmm. 0 for 21 slump that he was able to snap on uh on saturday night ahmed rosario had a double saturday night against uh matt cook in the seventh mm -hmm. and it got me thinking 
tell me if this is interesting or if this is a thing. Okay. And it, it makes sense in my head. And I, and as I think about how I'm going to say it, I'm like, this isn't this isn't going to work. But uh, I think you know, it's going to work. If it makes sense in your head, <laughs> there's like maybe like a 15% chance it's going to make sense to anyone else. Just but like, try us. 16% for you. 16% for you. Thank you. Because you, you do have... Uh, you know, I've you been doing, we've been doing this for a while now. That's it. You, uh, so, so Cleveland had Francisco Lindor. Mm -hmm. They end up trading him in, uh, ahead of the 2021 season. Mm -hmm. They get Ahmed Rosario amongst some other players mm -hmm. from the Mets. Then they end up turning around and trading Ahmed Rosario to the Dodgers for mm -hmm. Noah Syndergaard, who was also a teammate with Ahmed Rosario from 2017 to 2020. And Syndergaard also played with Lindor in 2021. So they are just basically have turned Francisco Lindor to any player that the Mets don't want or fizzles out. Is that wizardry that by is, the Guardians, you maybe? You know what? I was going to say, this is like the weirdest three-way trade I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and that the Guardians... I'm following you. I, I, you know, Patrick, <laughs> I'm actually understanding what you're saying. And the Guardians are two of the three teams. Yeah. So that's why it's wizardry. <laughs> it's amazing what they've been able to do. I love it. It, it, uh, it has been really good. Um, but what's been even better, of course, is the help that you can get and support from the folks over at Backus and Shanker. Backus and Shanker! Because if you've been hurt or injured at work, you know Backus and Shanker is going to help you out. They've been doing it here in Colorado for more than 25 years. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. But guess what? If you don't live in those areas or if you have a hard time getting around, you can go to coloradolaw.net or you can just call 222 Two, two. All Seriously. Tulos. All Tulos. It's fantastic. You give them a call. They'll actually consult with you for free. Let you know, hey, do you have a case or not? If you do, they'll take the next step forward. They can even work on your case for free. They don't see a dime until you do. And their clients have seen a lot of dimes. In fact, $1 billion worth Dimes on of dimes. dimes on dimes. That, how, how much weight is that? Like oh. tons of dimes. Let me, Tons Google of dimes. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. I'm a curious lot. now. Seriously, they're going to help you out. they got 30 lawyers, 100 folks uh, on staff. They're great. Backus and Shanker. That's the way to go if you've been hurt. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. You name it. Seriously, give them a call. 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free because, as we know, Backus and Shanker wins. Backus and Shanker. FOCO is winning right now between the Ezekiel Tovar bobbleheads Oops, sorry, those are sold out. But they got a lot of other ones. That's why you got to go over. Do it now. Use code DNVR for 10% uh, off all non-presale items. They do have Beanie Babies still. They do have the overalls. They're adding more each and every day. Oh, do they have Rockies overalls yet, though? They have, I think that uh, technically we can say they have Pac-12 overalls. Then again, Pac-12 might not even exist by the time you try to buy your overalls. <laughs> but they got tons of colleges. Oh. They got amazing bobbles. Oh, I'm looking at the selection. They have yeah. Eagles overalls, Philadelphia Eagles overalls for pre-order right now. They have like a lot of college <laughs> teams too. Um, Eagles, uh, go oh, birds, go birds. Are you gonna are you gonna wear those at the? If you are wearing the Foco overalls for your favorite football team on NFL Sunday. Mm -hmm somebody's going to buy you a beer. That's, I mean, that's a guarantee, right? Oh, it's a guarantee a for sure. For that's... sure. They've, they have a, a crazy overall selection. Last time I mm -hmm. checked, or since the last time I've checked, they've added a lot. They've got these vertical striped ones. These are great. Yeah, vertical Hell striped yes. overalls definitely are a they're, statement. They're, they're so elongating. It's a Sunday statement is what it is. Again, it is. we're down to the bar. It's, it's, it's fantastic. All right, Susie, here's yeah. what's been weird, wild, 
and wonderful All from events. the weekend in Los Angeles <laughs> at Chavez Ravine. The mm-hmm. weird was that Justin Brule was promoted on Friday and he debuted immediately against his former team. And it got me thinking, when has that like happened where it immediately turns around? It did happen to Chase Anderson earlier in the year when they picked him up also off the scrap. He immediately mm. went turned around, had to face the Reds. Okay. But that's just strange to immediately have to go against your uh, your former team like that. Yeah, I, this, I mean, it was, it, he got, you know, the call up while they were in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's weird. That's weird. That definitely falls Hunter the weird category. I did, agree. Did not have the secret sauce against his former team. No. Just yet. I don't know, you know, what kind of nerves are going through you when... You now you're on the, you're the other side. Look, we've we've all season long we've talked to Nolan Arenado. Hey, what's it like coming into the visitor side of the clubhouse? Weird, right? He's yeah. like, stop asking. Carlos Estevez, <laughs> what's that like? So weird. DJ LeMahieu, <laughs> like cargo. Wow, you had to do that when you were with the Cubs. Yeah. It's all so weird. And this this young man had to do it, you know, immediately after just having been with that team his entire career. It's like those dreams where you have to go back to high school. Yeah. Yeah. And do you still get those? I yes, kind of. I had one. I I hadn't had one for a while. I had one the other night, and I was just like, ew. My my. I graduated college. (laughs) Yeah, no one has college nightmares necessarily. College is a nightmare. I also do have college (laughs) nightmares where it's like, oh, Susie, you didn't show up for this one class, and like the finals tomorrow. The whole semester you didn't show up, and you have a yeah. The final like I have definitely had those. Yeah, college nightmares, high school (laughs) nightmares. I live a nightmare. It's, It's it is what it is. L.A. nightmare. Tying yeah. it back in. No, mm. my uh, my high school nightmare is that I have forgotten about tryouts senior year. And it's like oh. they're like two weeks into the season or at least spring training. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my oh my God, what? Like, how did I miss this? And I thought, oh, I shouldn't play. I'm not good enough. And I try to get back on. And I think I wake up before that happens in a cold sweat. I'm like, no, that, <laughs> that, that couldn't possibly happen. I would never forget something like that. I can't you forget. You could never. I can't forget. I mean, it's like seared into my brain. Brenton Doyle either stretched out on the grass from a diving play, another one today, mm-hmm. or He's got just, a lot of those. <laughs> just firing a cannon to home plate, cutting down another guy. He had a seventh outfield assist on Friday. He made one error fifth game uh, of his career. Since then, he's got a streak of about 80 consecutive games. That's the longest for a position player in Rockies history. Mm-hmm. It's not the overall record. The overall record is Matt Reynolds, but he was a pitcher, a relief pitcher. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's a little suspect. Position player. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know how much that stat means to me in terms of a relief pitcher. Right, right. I mean, But for Brent Doyle, this is really exciting because we know he is a toolsy guy. It's it's he's been fantastic. Uh, Nolan Jones also seven outfield assists. Props to at October nineteen. Our, mm-hmm. our guy Nate. Hey Nate. Giving me homework on Friday night as he typically likes to do. Going, gee, I wonder what's the rookie record for outfield assists for the Rockies. All right, I've I've got homework to do. Do you think like these guys from Rockies Twitter are just like ah? If we ask Patrick any random thing, <laughs> this will just keep him occupied for a couple of hours. <laughs> Do you think they're, like, punking you a little bit? No, because I I, I would do it a lot more if I was them. (laughs) Because it would just keep me up at night. Because when they do it, I go, 
I gotta find out. And I I need to know. Maybe next time, like you're being a lot, I'll be like Patrick. Like, what about <laughs> yeah. this random, super obscure thing? And then I'm like, Do you, and then I'll hear from you in a few hours. You have no idea how <laughs> right you would be. Like, I would, I could play it off for a little bit and be like, yeah, no, I mean, it's probably pretty rare. But, like, within the next 48 hours, I will do that. Twitter, you're getting maybe a little bit more of a reaction out of me. So I had to look it up. Brad Hopp had 10 outfield assists in 2005. And uh, Corey Sullivan had seven. Corey in Sullivan. 2005 also. Ah. So you actually had both those guys combined for 17. So now you got to watch for both Doyle and Nojo. Can they tie or break Hopp's record with 10? And the two of them together, can they break the rookie outfield assist record by Hop and Corey Sullivan? That's actually really cool. That's kind of neat. So 17's the mark for both of them right now. They're both at 14. So I, I do like that. Speaking of Justin Brule, it's wild to think that the Rockies have used 32 pitchers ha! this year. Franchise record. It's the most they've ever used. What was the previous record? Uh, well, 31, but I think it was like 2019. Yeah, yeah it was 2019. That was uh, that was the Tim Melville year, Chichi Gonzalez. Right. Philip Deal, just to Aww, name a couple dudes. Philip Deal. Good guy. these days? Yeah. Uh, play baseball somewhere, probably. Somewhere. He's somewhere. He's somewhere out there. I knew, I mean, I knew we'd break the record. I knew it a long time ago. Knew it in my soul. And just now here we are. 44 games remain. There, how high does that number get? 38. All right, we're we're going to make some bold predictions here. That's, I think 38 second. is a bold prediction, but I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. Six is a good number. That's a lot. That's a lot. But you know what? It's seven weeks. That's a new pitcher every week plus a quiet week. Yeah. Uh, in the chat, <laughs> Moana Beast, what's the average? Uh, right now in baseball, I mean, teams are using a lot more players in general. So, I mean, that's going to kind of be common and come up, but it is a little surprising to think that in the expansion season in 93, when you're just throwing bodies out there to see what you've got, that that wouldn't have been the franchise record. It's, uh, it's not. So again, and we know that the Rockies have also been besieged by injuries. Like let's, let's be clear the about Rockies that. The Rockies are in an, uh, an yeah. extreme situation where we have lost like almost all of the starters. It's been a combination of the injuries mm -hmm. and the lack of depth because there was not enough action at the 2021 and 2022 trade deadline. That's pretty much how it ends up going. That's uh, how it works. Weird. Or is it wild? You tell me. Laz okay. Diaz in general, just as an umpire. Wild. Weird. He's Absolute wild. wild card. <laughs> Absolute liability uh. behind the plate. What the heck happened this weekend? <laughs> There was a certain Rockies announcer who shall remain nameless, who was very critical of Laz Diaz, like early on in the game. The Dodgers announcers were actually calling him out, even on uh, there was there was a pitch that should yeah. have been called a strike, and for against the Dodgers hitter, Dodgers announcer was like, "Oof, that's that's rough." I mean, you know, you don't want to knock a guy too much because you know everyone everyone goes out to do their sure. jobs and they do the best that they can. But when your best is a damn mess, we got to we got to call you out. I'm sorry, dude. When your best is a mess, dot dot dot. Fill in the blank. That's another great shirt idea. He uh, D-line will love it. He famously <laughs> loves our Rocky shirt ideas. 15 calls uh <laughs> missed calls on Friday night. Oof. And yes, Las Diaz was the umpire that Aaron Boone was mocking in the video. Oh my god. So yes, he's just that's had, the guy. Las Diaz is having a rough week. Yeah, ump, umpire auditor 
Great account. Good website, too. You yeah. also check out uh, Diaz is ranked 82nd out of 87 qualified umpires. And according to um, scorecards, Diaz, all of his missed calls ended up resulting in a full run difference in favor of the Dodgers mm. on Friday night, which, again... You know, that was, uh, was a 6-1 loss, but it was a lot closer earlier on in the game. Two of those three uh, mm -hmm. biggest missed calls did come in that sixth inning where the Dodgers uh, scored about four runs there. So that, uh, that was critical. That was critical. Yeah, that was, um, it was... It was a game. It was a game, Patrick. And you said you're going wild on it more than no, I'm weird? I'm saying it's wild. Yeah, Not I, weird, right, it's wild. Right. It's absolutely unhinged. Thank you for your expertise. I you appreciate are, you that. You are so welcome. And thank you for just like holding the fort down in the bar. Before we did the show here on the corner of Colfax, New York, <laughs> at the DNVR bar, talking with everyone, uh, the other diehards who, besides getting to hang out with you, they get 15% mm -hmm. off all the food and drink. Uh, here at the bar, 20% off all the gear. You get a new shirt each and every year with your annual membership. The Friday Night Live here at the DNVR oh, bar is, has been really great. The Broncos one had such a great turnout. Avs have one coming up, I think, next week. That's been fantastic. Happy hour, 4 to 6 on Thursdays. $3 tacos and tequila, uh, tequilas on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, not just for tacos, also tequila. Tequila Tuesday. Sign that me up. That's that's great. You can't beat that. $11 burger and beer special on Fridays. It's really great. And, of course, we always have the Breck Brew on tap. Check out the Mountain Beach Sour, Fresh Pineapple, Thirst Quenching Sour. It's a vacation in a can. Vacation in a can. And you can get a whole pint of it, it for $6. Vacation in a pint as well. A vacation in a pint. It's a party in a pint. And a vacation in a can. It's a party in a pint. There we go. That's it. Go to breckbrew.com. Find out where you can get a party in a can. That's the Mountain Beach Sour at a local liquor store or supermarket near you. You can get all of that information about a Colorado company making their uh, their product with 100% renewable energy with Colorado ingredients. Most ingredients. We don't, unless they're, they, they're making pineapples somewhere in an underground lab, mostly Colorado ingredients. You know, well, okay, you can probably grow a pineapple in a greenhouse or something. That's true. Yeah, that's right. There you go. You, listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not that. gonna call them out when we don't know all the facts. We don't. We no. just know that they're delicious. That's what we know. We just know. That's it's all a we great need beer. to know. It's a great beer. All right, mark the tape predictions. This might have to be a reoccurring segment where we okay. Basically, we're, we're we've got hot takes. You know what I mean? Like we've got mark the tape. This is where we're putting it down. We're saying some things that matter, and what we say matters. As well. All right? Yeah. Guaranteed. We're going to nail these predictions. Okay. First one. Will the Rockies lose 100 yes. games this year? And I'm going to let you finish the sentence. Yes, the Rockies will lose 100 games this season. I am still on the fence. I'm not a, a fully on the other side. Okay. But let's figure it out because the Rockies schedule the rest of the way, hardest in all of MLB. They face three teams that are not over 500. Diamondbacks are back up to 500. Diamondbacks are one of the easiest teams that they face. Like, that lets you know how tough their schedule is going to be yeah. for the final 44. They have uh, six with the Diamondbacks, three against the Padres still, and three this weekend coming up next weekend against the White Sox. So the White Sox are really the only pushover. Mm -hmm. And then the two other teams that are not over 500 – they added at the trade deadline. Like, that's what they've got going against them. That makes it really hard to say right now they're at 45 wins. They need 18 more. Mm -hmm. They're going to go 18 and 24. That's pretty darn close to 500. I'm still not saying it's impossible. 
Okay, I, you know, it's nothing's impossible. This is why we play the game. That's baseball. These are sayings that we say all the time. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I think the Arizona series might go kind of well. I feel Could like they've come, back, they've come back to earth a little bit. The oh, Diamondbacks, yeah. oh yeah, to say the least. Um, uh, the White Sox, like inside and out, a disaster right now. So we better sweep that. Yeah, that one you have to win that series to help avoid. 100 losses, mm -hmm. excuse me, 18 out of 26 would be uh, the math on those 44 games. That's only a 409 winning percentage. So, again, that's not that's not uh, not doable, right? Yeah. Do you, like, ever think back to those comments that Dick Montfort made over the winter <laughs> where he was like, yeah, this is a team that plays 500 ball. And, uh, like, we're not even playing 400 ball. Yeah. You know, this we're, sucks, man. <laughs> we're excited about being better than 400 i mean that would be an improvement it, next year over what we were what's currently happening with the uh, the winning well, this, percentage this is why you can't aim for 500 you want to totally tank or you got to aim for the stars I, you can't aim for 500 i hope we never have to talk about this again after this season yeah yeah that's true i i i'm not gonna say that they're gonna lose on i think again 99 is very close and i think it probably would be better for the organization and by the organization I mean, the guy you just mentioned, Dick Monford, mm -hmm. for them to lose 100 because then it's not a feather you, they ha can keep in their cap to say, hey, again, does it really change that much? How embarrassing is that really? You know, are the other owners patting on the back like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, the Orioles are going, eh, we lost like 115 games, and look, we're the best team in the American League right now. Like, all right. I mean, sure, you know, yeah, they, but you they had a strategy to... and a plan. But but it's different because <laughs> sure. um, the Orioles decided to rebuild very and true. Dick Monfort is very adamantly saying, no, we don't rebuild. So it's totally freaking different. Sure. But, Apples but, and oranges. But when a friend's patting you on the back trying to make you feel better, you go, thanks. You know, you're not going to go, no, you're you're wrong. And so, again, he'll get over the 100 losses. But it, it probably would but be better. But we won't. Oh. No. Fans, fans won't. Fans won't get over 100 losses. No. No. Because things have just been so bad for so long. I don't think fans will get over a hundred losses. Yeah. No, it, it's going to chase. Until, until we have some, some really good baseball in a couple of years. Yeah. When it all finally comes together. It's going to chase some more fans away, which, which leads to the next yes. one. So you're saying yes on a hundred. I'm going to say no for now, but I'm ready to flip that flop pretty soon. Okay. Um, all right. So a hundred losses. It's, it's, there's gonna be fans that are upset. How much is that going to scare more fans away? Let's talk about attendance. Where are the Rockies going to finish in attendance? Because uh, after August 3rd, they were 11th in attendance. They've now slipped into 16th place over the weekend. And if you look at the teams that are behind, so attendance is up all around baseball. Mm -hmm. And I think right Wait, now there's... so you're counting in, within Rockies attendance, you're counting road games? No, 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 just, just for their home games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just for, just for their home games. Um, got it, got it, okay. They're, they're 16th right now. Uh, in attendance. Heading into this homestand. That's right. Yeah, okay. heading into the homestand. Because um, when you when you sort it by uh, att average attendance per game, it's actually 13th. So they they've got more home games than, than road games coming up. So they were 11th last year. You know, everyone. And that's low for the Rockies. It is. Who uh, were consistently top five, top ten. Yeah. Going into today, there were only six teams that actually had less attendance, who had lost attendance from this point of the year. Uh, then last year, one of them's Milwaukee, 
down 32, literally just 32 per game. They'll probably be fine. They can figure it out. Dodgers, they're pretty close, minus 234. Giants, minus 377. They've come back in a big way. So there might only end up being three teams with less attendance than last year. So everybody's up in general, but Mm -hmm. the Rockies are down when compared to those teams. Do you think we're going to see fans starting to really, like, you know, move away since they know less players or they're, they're playing worse three and seven, you know, road trip. There's less teams. I mean, Cubs still come to town. Dodgers ha- yeah. have four their their weekday games. That's the weird one. They mm-hmm. finished the year with the twins. Dodgers fans That's still odd. have jobs. So like they'll still show <laughs> up on the weekdays. Uh, I think, I think the Rockies attendance actually could slip a little more for the remainder of yeah. this season, but also like think about, you know, football's back in season soon. Some people think it is in season right now, even though it's just football practice. But, I mean, that's something you have to take into account, too, is that, you know, we're still in that time of year where it's only baseball, but we don't we don't have that for much longer. It's true. And we know the thing in Denver, hashtag never an off season. It's always Bronco season. Always. So, yeah. Do you guys think that fans could possibly not go to games and the attendance be lower because they are so like upset with the ownership and they want to actually like make a point and talk with their money yeah i think a lot of fans are already doing that too i mean i've talked to a lot of people who are from colorado born and raised who are just like i'm i can't like i need to i'm some people use the word boycott some people are just like i'm broken i'm done i can't do it anymore yeah, no, 100%. That, that's right. I mean, I think there's also people that used to maybe go to a certain number of games and they're maybe going to go, you know, a couple. So they're not going to mm-hmm. go fully, you know, uh, uh, away from the stadium. They're, they still want to go. They, they still want to have a good time. But, yeah, for the most part, you're, you're right. There are, there are fans that are just not giving their money to the organization, still rooting the players, you know, still want the team to do as mm-hmm. well as they could possibly do. Um, but it's like, yeah, you know what? I, I can go do other things mm-hmm. instead of, you know, be in that ballpark or kind of do what uh, in a weird reverse way of, you know, like some Yankees fans or I don't know if Phillies fans do this as much. It'd be interesting to see what happens. I don't think Phillies games are that expensive. But for some Yankees fans, you know, for the last uh, maybe 20 years. Games are so expensive. For the last 20 years, they just go down to Camden Yards. Hey, for the same price mm-hmm. of going to one game, I can have an entire weekend down at Orioles Park at Camden Yards. So I might as well just do that. So there are some Rockies fans that might say, I'm just going to go see them on the road and and give that money, you know, somewhere else. To your point, Susie, you know, the teams that are behind the Rockies in attendance could move ahead. Uh, Mets, they got 39000 for Atlanta on Saturday. Now that was a, that was a doubleheader. They're obviously completely out of con- uh, contention, but I could, I could still see Mets fans still going out and almost – enjoying being miserable i mean right? fans actually love being miserable <laughs> so uh, i i think i think mets attendance will be just fine reds and twins are right behind there twins first place in the al central reds are making that push so weird what they a weird the up. al central is so weird this year diamondbacks had forty-one thousand on saturday against the padres that's crazy even no one goes to diamondbacks games even with the nine game losing streak that they had going on they still came out to support their team on a saturday night and i don't i don't know you know if attendance is that much better like 
when it's not 145 degrees in Phoenix. Yeah. So maybe that it's kind of getting cooler or it will at least in September. Yeah. That could possibly help attendance. And then the Orioles, believe it or not, are behind the Rockies. Uh, they got hmm. 25,000 on uh, last Tuesday against Houston with Jack Flaherty on the hill. A little surprised by that. That is actually really shocking. That surprises me, especially because the Orioles are having such a special season. And they're fun. Guys, what are you doing? They're fun. Come on, get out to some O's games. What are you doing? I think the Rockies will slip into the high teens. I think, I think so happen. too. I think you're right. I think it'll happen. Welcome to our podcast where we agree on everything. <laughs> All right. How many players are going to be used this season? So it kind of gets back to a question in the chat of, mm -hmm. you know, who else we might see come up, make their, their Rockies debut. So we said 32 pitchers have been used. Already tied for the franchise record of 15 starting pitchers. Mm -hmm. We have both said, yep, yeah, that's probably yeah. two more still left in the tank. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I still think there's a decent chance, 51% at least, there is a pitcher in another organization right now who will start a game for the Rockies. I still think there's a chance it could happen. I think you're crazy. Really? A little bit. You don't think someone's going to get DFA'd and the Rockies are going to scoop them up to maybe make a start? No. I All mean, right. I love your hot take. I love, you know, I respect your um, urge to have a hot take. Okay. I guess. Oh, it's not an urge. I, I, I've said it uh, weeks ago. <laughs> There's still going to be a dude out there. Um, and now, you know, the rotation has definitely settled. So there, there doesn't seem to be that same need, but. That's why I'm like, I'm still on the cusp, but I, I think there's a chance that could happen. So 15 starting pitchers tied for a franchise record on that. We are already at 53 total players that have been used. That's hmm. third most in a season. 2005, there are 54 players used. 2011, 55 players used. So two to tie the mark, three to break it. That's, that's a gimme, right? Yeah, no, we're definitely going to smash the record. At least three new Rockies I will think, debut this year. I mean, I guess I, if I'm going to stick to um, uh, the narrative that I already created with my <laughs> hypothetical hot yeah. take and that we were going to have six more Rockies pitchers <laughs> in relievers. the next seven weeks, I say we're going to have 60 players. Yeah, no, that's... It's, we're going to smash the record. It's going to be it's gonna be the dumbest thing we've ever seen. I've, this I've, is such a... Such an absurd hot take I've I have got right now. Five. So you're saying seven more? I've got I'm five. Seven more. As my magic number. There's four in AAA that we could see that are all deserving. Hunter mm -hmm. Stovall, 26 year old utility guy, would be nice. Very deserving of it. Wynn Bernard. Mm-hmm. Tearing and, it up in AAA still. And still and forever a fan favorite. That's right. Rocky's debut, at least for this year. So that, that still goes towards the player count. Yeah. Aaron Schunk, who's been knocking on the door there, third mm -hmm. baseman. And the guy we just mentioned before, Hunter Goodman. That's four guys right there. You could see all of them getting called up from Albuquerque. I could really, I mean, I said this earlier in the show, I could really see Hunter Goodman being that guy. That's for sure. I could see it. Willie McIver, does he jump past Brian Servin on the catching depth chart? Does he possibly hmm. get a cup of coffee late? I could see that. Sean Bouchard, he's doing fine rehabbing. That's one right there that you could mm -hmm. say, that's an injured guy coming back. Add that him counts. to the list of players who they've used this year. Oh, I would love to see Sean Bouchard back. That would be we, great. Him and Cole Tucker reunited. Is he They're be besties. They are. That's cool. That was a good bromance in spring training for yeah. sure. Does he become number 56? Does he does he be the one that breaks the record that maybe only you and I care about? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like it. Uh, on the pitching side, Jeff Criswell, starting pitcher. Mm -hmm. And then the rookie, or not the rookie, the the, the new trade acquisition, yes. Victor Vodnik. That was the name. 
both Buddy and Bill Schmidt said it on the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. They singled him out. He's uh, he's in Albuquerque already. I think I think Vodnik definitely. Yeah, I debuts. actually I definitely see that too. I uh, was talking to Jeff Dooley last week, and yeah. he he I, you know I guess I just didn't realize how hard Victor Vodnik was throwing. He's got fire. Gas. He's got gas. Victor Vodnik has velo. There Say that go. three times fast. Mm. You can use that in your kindergarten class. I know kids are going back to school. If you need tongue twisters, Victor Vodnik has velo. Get the kids ready. <laughs> Practice that rather than the singing and doing the chorus, right? And singing the <laughs> national anthem. Susie, I know you're in favor of that one. Uh, and then long shots, but still possible. Still possible. Uh-huh. Jimmy Heron, outfielder. Right. Left-handed starter. Josh Rogers. Michael Peterson. They've been talking him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, reliever. That's uh, made a lot of improvements. And then Evan Justice, who's moved through the system really quickly. Uh, a left-handed reliever. So that's 13 guys we just named there. Five. All 13 five. of them will be Rockies by the end of the <laughs> Something really bad would have had to have happened for that Something to go down. horrible. And, uh, no, no, so nothing that horrible will happen. But I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say seven. Seven. The season's been really weird. We haven't even fully started Mercury Retrograde yet, so I think shit's going to go down. Yeah. And I'm being dead serious. <laughs> There's no <laughs> roster expansion either, too. Uh, talking with someone yeah. today, I was like, oh, and when the rosters expand, they, they doesn't nope. happen anymore. No, nope. that's that's old baseball. No, they, new baseball. They did it, what was it, maybe 2019? They were like, okay, they only had 25-man rosters. And then you could have like two or three more guys in mm-hmm. September. And then they just said, we're just going to do 26 all year long. We're not going to add guys in September. You're not going to fill up an entire dugout. We're not going to take four and a half hours to play a nine inning game. So that's another reason why, you know, the rosters don't expand. So I think it's kind of a bummer that you have less of those debuts. Yeah. Uh, but even still, uh, yeah, I got, I got five. You got seven. They're definitely. I mean, either way, that's, those are both a lot. Yeah. Because we could That's genuinely true. see like zero. If everyone stays we healthy, could te- we could see just one. If everyone stays healthy, I mean that's. Mm-hmm. But Rockies have just had unfortunate luck, I think, so far this the, year. The Rockies have had some of the worst luck that you're gonna find. Um, I mean, speaking of bad luck, I'm still trying to refresh the jerks and Profar <laughs> news. Um, uh, we we don't have an update. No, and and another thing to add with with. You know how many players have been used this year you go well do players actually have to get hurt no not necessarily you know you could have uh, a dfa type situation but keep in mind you know front office wants to get a look at some of these guys to see do we want to really keep this guy on the 40-man roster you know is this going to be a player that uh we want to really count on and rely upon for 2024 so you know what we might as well get a look at them now so it could be more about just being aggressive and saying we want to get this guy an opportunity more so than, hey, we need to get this guy off the 40, man, and we don't value them. Mm. So there's, uh, it, it's about creating opportunities. That's what Schmidt and uh, Bud Black said at the deadline, and they've done yep. a, a decent job of doing that so far. I think so, yeah. You know, um, I'm, I don't know if you listened to, um, uh, K- we, we're calling it Kale's Rant um, from the, was it the Wednesday show? Is it I the loved Friday it. show? Uh, yeah. But yeah, Kale, um, his wish list, he was just like, I just want the Rockies to do stuff at the trade deadline that makes sense. Yeah, he's, he did he was, that. And they did that. Yeah. And he said, I mean, I don't know if he used the exact word excitement, but just this idea of like, I've got some hope now. Like there is a plan in place to say, oh, okay, we're, we're losing a lot of games, but there's, there's almost a purpose now for it. Or there's mm-hmm. been some benefit to that. And going back to last Monday's podcast with uh, talk with May Randawa, mm-hmm. Rockies are in a spot in which they could potentially get the first overall pick 
in 2024. That won't be Ethan Holiday. People are very excited to see Ethan Holiday taking some batting practice. Yeah, Ethan Holiday's got some time. Yeah, 2025, time. class of 2025. Uh, someone even said, hey, let's tank in 2024 to get Ethan Holiday in 2025. Unfortunately, tanking doesn't quite work like it that because of the like lottery. No, but even still, uh, you have a much better shot at getting him the higher up uh, you are in the draft. I would love to see a member of the Holiday family end up in the Rockies organization. I think that good. would be really special. Would be good. We'd, we'd love to see that. We'd love to see you over on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm located. I am located at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Wondrous, momentous, all of those things. But you know what they say about podcast momentum. Patrick, what do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So it's going to be a great one. Join us tomorrow right here live on the DMVR Sports Channel right here on YouTube.